Welcome to Call My Lawyer, a podcast where I discuss pop culture and give my unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Chelsea, and everything on this podcast is completely alleged unless stated otherwise. Follow me as I spiral into oblivion, and always remember, if you don't agree with my personal opinions, call my lawyer. On today's episode of I'll Watch It So You Don't Have To, Family Vacation Edition, the cast are in NOLA, and Nikki just got there, and she's bringing up Angelina's divorce party. And at this point, does Angelina really need a divorce party? And hearing her talk to Vinny 2.0, calling him babe and stuff, like, we never saw that with Chris. And I think it's just, it's a lot nicer. You definitely see a side of her that you've never seen before in a relationship. And they all go out to dinner, and Dina asking for ketchup at an Italian restaurant fucking killed me. And I know, in fact, that the reactions from everyone was so authentic. Who the fuck asked for ketchup at an Italian restaurant? Jail immediately. And I get they're on a TV show, but why are they having Mike address the Angelina shit at dinner? Time and fucking place. It puts everyone in such a weird situation, and it's so fucking ugly. This would have been done, like, back at the hotel or anywhere. Literally outside of the restaurant, on the street, not at the fucking dinner table with everyone sitting around you. But Polly finally acknowledging what I've been saying all along. He said, no matter what Mike says or does, the old situation is still in there. Sitch is the sitch. It's so embarrassing. If I was Lauren, I'd fight him in his sleep. Run for the hill, tell him he's giant pussy. I don't know, almost anything at this point. But also, why doesn't anyone, especially the guys, ever tell him, like, yo, let it go? How come no one ever interjects? Like, no one ever goes after anyone else, none of the other roomies, the way that they go after Angelina. And then we're at Dina's family fun day, and as much as they give her grief about the shirts, they all end up putting them on, and I love that for them. And then Dina breaking her vagina on the tightrope. I fucking howl at that. Like, holy fuck, ow. I think if you are a female and you rode bikes as a kid, we've all hit that bar at least one point, right? Like, fuck, it hurts. Vinny talking about Angelina and her man. Like, why does he care so much if he didn't have some type of feeling? And then hearing Vinny 2.0, as soon as he gets to the room, he's, he's saying, like, thank you. Like, this is nice. Thank you so much. Like, I fucking love that. Like, words of affirmation are both of their little things and we just never saw that before and he I think he's gonna bring out the best in her hopefully but also let me stop speaking on shit because I feel like every time I speak on a relationship something happens I was like praising Jaden and Dossie baby and two weeks later they broke up so I don't know I'm just I'm not a relationship person I think Snooki and Dina have an actual friendship with Ange, and I think Jenny just tolerates her. And Snooki definitely had good intentions behind the divorce party. They deliver it so weird to where it's almost like it feels like it's going to be a setup every single time. But I think that the little um, ritual in the cemetery actually went pretty well. Like, Angelina was able to say what she wanted to say, say goodbye. Burning a $10,000 dress is a little mm, 
I don't know, but I'm also broke. So maybe it, it just, it didn't affect her the way it would affect me. But again, her just handing out these cloaks and everyone just puts them on. Like no questions asked, no grief. Like they're just always down. Like (laughs) when one of the girls says like, this is what's going on. They just follow in line. And I I like that. Back to Dina not doing the haunted house, but she wanted to do the haunted tour or whatever. What was the difference? Because it wasn't her idea. I didn't understand that. I guess she's not into that type stuff. But if you were setting up a haunted tour, why couldn't you do a haunted house? And then they get to another dinner with Vinny 2.0. And they're going around the table asking him questions as they do initiation. You know how it is. Everyone's asking a question, and then obviously Mike asks about their sex life. Are you fucking good, bro? How is Lauren just sitting here making up excuses like, oh, he's he's hungry and horny. Bitch, shut up. Shut the fuck up. And then the girls in the bathroom, Dina is fucking drunk, so she's at Mina right now. And discussing another speech for Anne. And they'll ride that speech out. Like, I think they're trying to make it the note 2.0, but nothing will ever top that note. It was a monumental piece of history. Like, I think we can all move on from it. But the thing about the speech is, like, we all get it. Everything seemed funny and quirky, but again, time and place. It would have been good, say, at bachelorette party, but not her wedding. And we all know that shit would not fly if it was anyone else's wedding. Could you imagine that speech being that at Snooki's wedding or Jenny's or Dina's? Like, it just, it, it wouldn't fucking fly. So why did they think that it was okay to do it at Angelina's wedding? And Dina was so drunk and obnoxious. I know Jenny wants to slap the fuck out of her behind closed doors. And Angelina going off on that bike guy for almost running her over true Staten Island. And now one thing to know about Northern East Coast, we are fucking raised different. We have thick in and we do not give a single fuck. If you are acting like a fucking fool, we will call you out at any given time. It does not matter. It's how we are. It's how we were raised. Like we are no bullshit type of deal. And then it leaves off on Vinny 2.0 saying he wants to get engaged. So the engagement that was posted on stories and stuff months and months ago, but they all said it was a prank. Now I'm wondering, like, was that actually real? And they were just trying to keep it for the show. Like, it's making me think. But also, Angelina cannot be engaged this soon, can she? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I have, I keep thinking like the next episode is definitely going to be the finale. And I've thought that for the past four weeks now. So I, I truly have no idea when fucking season is ending and it can't be soon enough. We have been in NOLA. I think it's only a two day trip, but it's been four or five episodes. How, how can they like ride it? So, I don't know. They'll, they'll make an entire season of two days, and we all just accept it. What else are we going to do? There are things that shouldn't have to be said, but I'm going to go ahead and say them for the people in the back. Stop asking single people why they're single. 
there are so many people out there who automatically assume that because a person is single that they're miserable or not living life that they're not doing well and it's kind of concerning that that many people think that you need a significant other to be happy and live. Nobody is out here asking people in relationships why they're in a relationship. Stop asking people why they're single. They are probably living their best life. They probably got out of a really shitty relationship. They're not broken. Just let them be. Stop asking people why they don't have kids or why they don't have more kids. I have never been asked a question more than why don't I have more kids? Just because children are for you does not mean that they're for everyone. And every time I try and give the answer, don't want anymore, they will try and argue with me like I don't know what I want. It makes no fucking sense to me how a person is going to argue with me about what I want. Stop doing that shit. It's so fucking tiring. You don't know what people go through. There could be a million reasons why they don't have kids, can't have kids. It's just their choice not to have kids. And it's not up to you to try and argue that or change their mind. It's really that simple. Stop taking shit so personal. If something has absolutely nothing to do with you, why the fuck are you getting offended? And if we are grown adults and you think that you need to talk or hang out with your friend every waking moment of the damn day, you're crazy. There's so much shit going on right now. People are struggling mentally. People are busy living their personal lives. Like You do not need to see your friends or talk to your friends at every waking moment. And if you think that you need to, get a fucking grip. There's nothing to be codependent about when you're being an adult. Be there for your friends when they're ready to come around. Like some people shut all the way down. Some people work long hours and then they have to come home and do whatever they need to do at home. Just having a conversation sometimes is mentally draining and more people need to understand that. You do not need to talk to these people all the damn time. Just be there when they're ready to come around, and that's that. You do not have to be liked by everyone. You don't like everyone, you don't need to be liked by everyone. There are so many people out there trying to be liked by every single person. Bitch, come on, let's stop that shit. That is never, ever going to happen. Like, not every single person in this world is going to like you. And you need to accept that. Stop commenting about people choosing to get fillers or Botox or anything like that. I don't know how many comments I see daily about people trying to talk about how they ruin their face, this, that, the third. That is your opinion. Nobody fucking asked for it. And unfortunately, opinions are free. But why does it bother you what someone else is doing to their face or their body? Like, it mind blows me, like, to the fucking core. Why does it fucking matter? And stop saying, oh, they look so much better back then. Back then, you're talking 10 to 15 years. Do you look the same as you did 10 to 15 years ago? No. Stop that shit. People grow up. People change. Knock it the fuck off. It's so fucking annoying. Sharing kids online is actually the biggest ick there is in the world. 
I don't care how private you think that you have any of your social media accounts. Once you put something on the internet, it is there forever. And when you're showing your kids on the internet all the damn time, you are showing them to the dirtiest people there are. And there's no other way to go about that. That is so wild to me that people will plaster their children's faces all over the damn internet. For what reason? I get that you have family that you want to stay connected to, blah, blah, blah. Get their phone number and send them a text. There's no reason to put your minor children on the internet. And it's also wild to me that we have come to a point where people are now exploiting their children for family channels on YouTube and just posting about them. Why is this getting attention? Why is this a thing? I remember when the world, and they still do, they all comment on Kris Jenner, like exploiting her children, this, that, third. Yeah, if you go on YouTube, every single YouTube family channel is exactly that, but they will never get the same amount of hate, and I'll never understand that. It's the same exact thing. They're all getting a check for their children, and they're posting their children online. There's people who sell their child's first baby photos to magazines or make like their child an Instagram page before they're even born. That creeps me the fuck out. Why are you okay with that? I don't know. I can't get over it. I think right now, MySpace would dominate. If it was to ever come back, it would be so fucking top tier. Back in the day, MySpace was originally for music and sharing your music. But back then, not many people had their own music. Like, you couldn't just make your music on your computer or your phone and upload it for the world. Like, you had to go to the studio. You had to go through all these steps to get there. And now people are just singing into their phone and putting it online. I think MySpace would thrive in today's world because so many people could get their music out there and it's just better. Like back then, we all had our own originality. We could design our page however we wanted. We savagely rated our friends one through eight for the world to see. It was a different time, but I think that it would really humble a lot of people and I think it would do good if it came back. I really think that it should come back. I don't know if you guys remember, but a few episodes back, I went on to say how Jaden and Stassi were together and I was so excited and and they were gonna last because Stassi is not the type to do internet shit, not immature at all, and I don't know if I spoke some shit into existence, but I was wild for that one. Not only did they break up two weeks after I posted that, She is now doing the absolute most on the internet. She's 24. He's younger than her. And everyone was talking about, like, why is she with him? He's so young, da-da-da. But here she is acting literally his age. Everything she posts is in shade to him. And he's honestly, he's just on board doing his thing. I don't know what they talk about, obviously, offline, but he has not responded at all to her on the internet. That's so fucking embarrassing, and I wish she would stop. I've also been seeing, so, Paul Wesley and Nina Dobrev, they're both in different relationships, but they're really good friends, and they hang out all the time. And I was, like, scrolling through one of their pages the other day, and I realized when I see them, I never think in my head, Delina, like, Stefan and Elena. Like, I always think Paul and Nina. 
Whereas if you go over to Ian Summerhalder's page, even to this day, it's been about 10 years now since they broke up. It's all comments like Delena, Delena, Delena. Like everything is about Damon and Elena. And so now if I see a photo of Ian and Nina, yeah, it's from 10 years ago. I like instantly think Delena. And I don't know why I do it. I'm not commenting that, but like, it's just what I see. And I don't know if it's because the comments, like I see the comments and then I look at photo, but I've never looked at a photo of Paul and Nina and thought, oh, it's Delena. Like, I just think it's so weird how it's so different. And they were all part of the same triangle. Celebrities or people in that type of space, when they die and fans writing the most outrageous fucking shit online. Last year, there was a, I guess you would call them a social media influencer who had passed away. And they were on the younger side. So obviously their fans are all younger. And for the past year, all these fan pages, or they don't even have to be a fan page of person, but they're just a fan page of that friend group. And they will post consistently about how much they're so sad because the person has passed away. They don't even want to get out of bed. They're bawling their eyes out. Like on a day, it was um, it was like a, a month marker of how long the person had passed. And there were people commenting or making these posts as if they knew the person personally and they were like oh I didn't even want to get online today because I knew that the internet would be flooded with photos and they're going on to tag the person's actual family and actual friends like if you think that you feel that way inside could you imagine how these people feel and I'm not gonna speak for everyone because maybe it does help their family in a way, like keeping memory alive, whatever. But there are just, I've read some outrageous ass captions and I would be livid. Like I wouldn't go off the deep end if I had read that shit about a loved one of mine that has passed. Like there's like no boundaries and it's so fucking odd. And people just feel so entitled. They just, I don't know. People just be posting, and I just don't see how people can do that. I don't see how people can do that with, like, full brain capacity (laughs) and think that's okay. Or, like, think that you are hurting more than that family is hurting. I I don't know. It's just, it gives me weirdo vibe, and I don't fuck with it. I think that if more artists made, like, actual visuals to their albums, I would listen to a whole album. Nicki Minaj did it with the pink print, I think it was. She did a whole ass visual for it. And maybe that's not the word, but it's kind of like a mini movie where they make a visual for all the songs on the album. I mean, Taylor Swift did one for one song. She probably did it for more, but I I can just think of all too well off the top of my head. Beyonce did it for Formation. MGK did it for um, his last album. And I just like the art behind that is so interesting. And that's the only way I will listen to an album whole way through is if they do something like that. Like, why don't more artists do that? Okay, I have one more thing. I do not believe that Sammy 
signed on for a longer term. I think she only came back to do a few episodes. And I was thinking about this the other day because when Ron left the show, it was under agreement that he would get help. The roomies had all finally put their foot down and refused to film with him until he got help. So I think the deal was if he got help, like he'd be able to come back. Like, I'm pretty sure that was grounds. It was never he was off the show for good. It was just, if you want to be on the show, this is what you need to do. And he went and did it. So when they showed Sammy coming back and everyone was posting, oh, she's back, she's back. We were so sidetracked with that that we kind of just dismissed the whole Ron thing. Yeah, we acknowledged that his little part was on the episode, and it was in the same week. Like, they did that on purpose. And I think that he is the one that's coming back, but she is going to be there for a few episodes to bring the views in, because a lot of people said that if he came back, they would stop watching. So they're going to keep her for a few episodes, bring the views in, while they quietly put him back on the show. It's so calculated and it does make sense for them, but it will be interesting to see how many people it actually distract. Or is everyone on board with Ron coming back? Who knows? It's just, I feel like that's what they're doing. I could be completely fucking wrong. I've shown before that I have been wrong, but I just feel like that's what they're doing with it. If you have made it all the way to the end of this episode, of me rambling and talking about absolutely fucking nothing and wasting your damn time. Thank you. You are fucking incredible and I love you. We have a few exciting things coming up for the podcast in the next few weeks. I'm not going to speak on them yet because we all know sometimes I I speak some weird shit into existence and it doesn't happen and I don't want to jinx it. But Thank you for listening to another episode of Call My Lawyer. Remember that you can follow me at Cabs Are Here with three E's on Instagram. And until next time, bye.